December 4th. He barely had time to look astonished. When Joachim woke up on Friday, he made sure it was completely quiet in the house. Then he opened the fourth door. It was a picture of a man in a light blue robe, which looked a little like a nightgown. In his hand he held a tall staff. But Joachim had no time to look at the picture carefully, because a scrap of paper fell on his bed today, too. Elisabeth Hansen and the angel Ephiriel hurried after the sheep and the lamb. They passed a red log cabin in a small clearing in the woods. From a hilltop, Ephiriel pointed down at a large lake. That's Venon, the biggest lake in Scandinavia, he said. The watch shows that 1891 years have passed since Jesus was born, but we've only just arrived in Sweden. A rapidly moving river flowed out of the lake. A bridge arched over the river, and they walked across it to the other side. This is the Goethe River, said Ephiriel. We'll follow an old cart track along the river bank. Little lamp, little lamp, coaxed Elisabeth, but the sheep and the lamp were already running again. They passed a village. On the outskirts was a church that was painted red, and the people from the village were heading along the road towards it. Most of them were on the foot, but some of them sat in a big, horse-drawn carts. The men were dressed in black suits and black hats, and many of women were in black as well. Some of them carried hymn books. It must be Sunday, said Elizabeth. They paused for a moment or two and looked down at all the people. Suddenly a little boy noticed them, but he barely had time to look astonished, because at the same moment the angel Ephiriel began running again. Elizabeth had to hurry to keep up. Once she turned and looked back, but all the people in front of the church had vanished. The horses and carts had vanished too. When they left the village behind, Elizabeth turned to the angel and said, The only one who saw us was the little boy. Excellent! We try not to attract too much attention. Sometimes we can't help if it's someone catches sight of us, but a glimpse is quite enough. They went on through woods and fields. Now and again they saw people making hay or reaping wheat with scythes. Sometimes they had to take a roundabout way so as not to scare anyone. Before long the sheep and the lamb found a field that was so green and tempting that it dazzled the eyes. Now's our chance, whispered Elizabeth if we go up to them carefully. But just then, a man came walking toward them. He was wearing a blue tunic and holding a tall staff that was curved at the top. He greeted them. Peace be with you who walked on the narrow way along the Goethe River. My name is Joshua, the shepherd. Then you're one of us, said Ephiriel. Elizabeth didn't understand what the angel meant by that. But then the shepherd said, I'm coming with you to the Holy Land, for I must be in the fields when the angels announce the glad tidings of the birth of Jesus. A clever idea occurred to Elizabeth. If you are a proper shepherd, perhaps you can bring the lamb to me. The shepherd bowed low. That's not difficult for a good shepherd. He took a few steps firmly toward the sheep and the lamb. The next moment, the lamb was lying at Elizabeth's feet. She knelt and patted its soft fleece. I think you are the fastest stuffed animal in the world, she said. But I caught you at last. The shepherd thumped his crock at the ground and said, To Bethlehem! To Bethlehem! The lamp and the sheet 
bounded away, the shepherd, the angel and Elizabeth after them. They came to another small town. From a hill outside the town, they looked down on a cluster of red timber houses. Ifirle explained that the town was called Kungelf. That means King's Rock. The town was given that name because the Scandinavian kings used to meet here to take counsel together. One of them was Sigurd Jorzalfa. Jorzalfa means the pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Sigurd was given that name because he had gone on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land where Jesus was born. Soon they passed above a city at the mouth of the Goethe River. Women in long dresses and men wearing hats and carrying walking sticks were parading up and down the streets. Others rode inline coaches drawn by two horses. That's Göteborg, said Ephiriel. The time is 1814 and Denmark has had to hand Norway over to Sweden. Now Norway will get her own constitution. Joshua the shepherd turned and waved to them. To Bethlehem, he called. To Bethlehem. They sped on through Sweden. Joachim had just hidden the paper from the advent calendar in his secret box when Mama came into the room. And what was the picture today, she asked. Joachim knew he did not need to answer. Mama always wanted to look for herself. She clasped her hand. It must be one of the shepherds in the fields. Why do you say in the fields? asked Joachim. Mama told him that there were pictures of shepherds in nice old advent calendars because an angel had come to the shepherds in the fields to tell them that the baby Jesus was born. They've come as far as Göteborg, explained Joachim. Göteborg? Mama looked at him oddly. Who are they? Elisabeth Hansen, the angel Ephiriel, and Joshua the shepherd. They are going to Bethlehem, you know, to Bethlehem. Mama looked at him astonished. Don't let this old calendar get to you. They are only pictures. Joachim realized that he couldn't keep telling Mama and Papa all he knew about Elisabeth. If he did, he wouldn't be able to keep the secret of the scraps of paper in the calendar either. He realized something else too. He would have to try to talk to John. John was the only person who knew where the magic advent calendar had come from. Perhaps he also knew more about Elisabeth Hansen. But how could Joachim find John? He wasn't allowed to go to town and to the market square by himself. He had just come from school that afternoon when someone rang the doorbell. It couldn't be Mama because she knew Joachim never locked the door from inside. So who could it be? He went out into the hall and opened the door. On the steps stood the bookseller who had given him the advent calendar. Ah, there are you, he said, just as I thought. Why ask Joachim, suddenly a little scared that the bookseller might have come to ask for the magic advent calendar back? Besides, how did he know where they lived? The man put his hand into his coat pocket and took out the driver's license. Your father left this one on the counter, he explained. I thought it must be yours, but since you didn't come back to the store, I decided to drop it off myself. I live close by, you see. At 12 Clover Road. That wasn't far. One of Joachim's classmates lived in number 7. And how's it going with the magic advent calendar? asked the bookseller. Super, said Joachim. There are some mysterious pieces of paper in it too. Are there? The bookseller gave him a big smile. He handed Joachim Papa's driver's license. Well, I must be going on, he said. It's a busy time for us booksellers. 
It wasn't long before Mama and Papa came home from work. Shortly afterwards, they had dinner. Joachim had decided not to say anything about the driver's license until Papa mentioned it himself. Instead, he started to talk about something completely different. What's a pilgrimage? His parents must have thought it strange that Joachim asked about that because pilgrimage was a difficult word. Papa helped himself to more fish pie and said, a pilgrim is someone who travels to a holy place. Like Sigurd Yorselfa, asked Joachim. He traveled all the way to Jerusalem, didn't he? That's why he was called the traveler to Jerusalem. Mama and Papa looked at each other. Have you been learning about Sigurd Yorselfa at school? asked Mama. Joachim shook his head. He realized it was time to talk about the driver's license. He looked up to Papa. Have you found your driver's license yet? Not a trace, said Papa. I have, said Joachim. He got up from his chair and went into his room to get the driver's license. He handed it to Papa, smiling happily. Papa nearly shook on his dinner. Where did you find it, Joachim? Surely you didn't. Joachim had to interrupt Papa before he said something he would come to regret. You left it in the bookshop when we bought the advent calendar. Papa looked as if he had had a visitation from an angel in broad daylight. He had, in a way, to accept that the angel had sent a white-haired bookseller instead of coming himself. He came this afternoon, explained Joachim. He said he lives nearby. Then Mama and Papa understood. Well, he's quite a bookseller, said Papa. He turned to Mama. That is quite unusual. And you are quite an unusual muddlehead, said Joachim.